Hello and welcome. My name is Megan with Align Wellness and I'm here today to share with you some simple and easy lunch ideas. Hey everyone, so this is part of a three-part mini-series that will be on healthy breakfast ideas, lunch ideas, and supper ideas. And so today I'm sharing with you part two, which is simple and healthy lunch ideas. Um, So you can go back and listen to part one, and part three will be next week. So if you are into intermittent fasting, then lunch might be your first meal of the day, and so you might be feeling pretty hungry by now. Um, don't worry, I've got you covered. Eating plant-based does not mean that you will be left feeling hungry or unsatisfied after a meal. And as a mom, um, I know that you want and need your kids to be eating the foods that you're making. You're not going to be wanting to make a couple meals for everybody in your family. So for the most part, these are generally pretty kid-friendly lunch ideas. Um, my kids are pretty good eaters that they've been eating plant-based since they were born, So um, that's been good for us, but um, I I feel like for the most part, these are pretty kid-friendly. Maybe you might have a little bit of a transition period if you're moving from more like a process to more of a whole food diet, but um, give these a try and if you you stick with it, they will um, eventually want to be eating these foods. And so I'm going to include this as a freebie on my website. So if you're driving, don't worry. You can grab these notes and some recipes um, that are included in this episode by visiting my website at www.alignwellnessyxe.com forward slash lunch. And then the link will also be in my show notes as well. So let's get to this episode. Um, If you have been following me on Instagram for any amount of time, then you might know that we have soup about 99% of the time for our lunches. Because for one, they are so dang easy. You can make a big batch and have leftovers. And obviously, um, you can pack in a lot of veggies, which is honestly my main goal in life. So soups are very versatile. You can make them creamy by blending your soup. You can keep it chunky and add in maybe like some barley or split green peas, um, quinoa, macaroni noodles. You can have high protein with the split red lentils. Um, you can, you can do so much with soup. You can add in different vegetables and different spices and herbs to make it, um, different flavors. So I love soups. I think they are the best thing in the world and they're, they're easy. Like our kids eat them really well. So, um, and, and then it's one meal that I have to make, you know, every three days. So that's why I like it too. <laughs> but anyways, um, so let's, let's get into just a few options here. So I'll kind of tell you the framework that I use for my soups and I will include a soup recipe for you guys in the, in the notes, the PDF download. When I'm making a soup, I use, you know, a tablespoon or two of avocado oil or olive oil and I use a big soup pot because like I said, I make it usually for enough, enough for at least two days worth, maybe three days worth um, of soup. And then I chop up an onion 
throw that in, let it fry for a little bit, add some minced garlic, two or three cloves, maybe four cloves of garlic. Um, and then I usually always add in diced carrots and diced celery as kind of like the base for my soup. And then depending on what kind of soup I'm going to make, I will just add in those ingredients. So if, for example, today we had broccoli soup, I made it yesterday. So we, I just used a couple heads of washed and chopped broccoli. And I didn't even chop the broccoli up that much, to be honest, because I knew I was going to blend this soup up. So I chopped it down a little bit, but then I just added in the water and some veggie cubes and let it boil for a bit, added in some split red lentils, cooked that up for like 20 or so minutes. Um, And then I used my immersion blender to blend it down and make it creamy and or like make it smooth I should say and that was that so that's a really easy way to make your soups because when you're you know you take a lot of time cutting up those vegetables and you don't have to cut them up so small if you are going to blend it so I really like to do a blended soup Um, if you want to make like a potato leek you can obviously still add your carrots and your celery your onion garlic And then just add in some chopped potatoes and chopped leek. Um, What else? Like my sister-in-law was telling me that she made a roasted red pepper and tomato soup. And she used soaked cashews um, in her soup. Um, So that's a really good option if you want a dairy-free creamy soup. Cashews are so awesome to use for coffee creamer or... Um, like a base for a pasta sauce, like a creamy pasta sauce. Um, Obviously, like I just said, soups, they're a good option. So you just soak your cashews in hot water for like 20 minutes, then rinse them off and then add them with some water, some fresh water to a high-powered blender, blend it up to make it creamy and then just add that to your soup. Um, I think like I didn't, I didn't use, I didn't use that recipe yet, but I would assume that's how she did it. So Use try some new recipes out with using cashews or or different different ingredients. Um, if you you know want to eat more plant based, you're going to have to venture out and try some new recipes. So go and search some recipes out and um, try out some different soups. I will include one for you guys in the download. So got you covered there. Um, so anyways, as you can see, soups are are a really easy soup uh, or a really easy lunch option and you can pack them up and take them with you to go for lunch at work or whatever um, if you if you need to so I like soups for my lunch a lot of the time and moving on obviously sandwiches are a really good lunch idea Um, tons of delicious delicious plant-based sandwiches as well so um, you could have an egg salad or you could use use soft or medium tofu instead of hard-boiled eggs to make it vegan. And you can also use chickpeas, um, just kind of like mashed chickpeas, which is a really tasty option. You can even get vegan mayo now. You could use avocado mashed up instead of mayo, which is another good option just to get in as much whole food as you can into your diet. And if you have like a baby at home, just one baby that's 
just starting solids, this is the best place to be because you can start your child eating whole food, plant-based right from the beginning and they'll just be used to eating this way. So it's not going to seem so bizarre for them to have mashed avocado instead of mayo, for example. Like, I, you know, there's a thousand examples I could use, but, or like example, having tofu instead of eggs if you don't eat, don't want to eat eggs or, you know, are, are vegan. So there are so many options. If you are starting young, if you have little kids that are just starting to eat, it's a good place to be starting um, your journey into a plant-based because then it's kind of just the way it's always been, which is the way it has been for our daughters. They've just always been vegetarian. They've always always been plant-based. So they don't question a lot of things when it comes to eating soups instead of, you know, the Happy Meal at McDonald's or whatever because they've never had that. So I... I would, and it's never too young to make the switch. If you want to make the switch, it's never too old, I should say, to make the switch. So even if your kids are older, you can still make the switch. Don't let that be an excuse for you to not switch is because your kids are already eating a certain way. Don't do that to yourself. Um, going back to the, the recipes or the meal options. So another really good sandwich recipe that I like is using leftover roasted vegetables. So say the night before you had roasted vegetables for supper, make a few extra, um, cut up a few extra potatoes, sweet potatoes, mushrooms, zucchini, um, red pepper, whatever, whatever you roast, and then have a few extra and then heat them up, drizzle them with like some balsamic glaze, balsamic reduction glaze, and then just add them to a bun maybe along with like some roasted chickpeas or something in, you could do like a chili powder or something on your chickpeas and then, or, or any other bean that you like, and then add it to a bun and just have a really good roasted veggie sandwich for lunch. That's a nice option. Um, we've done that a few times and it's really good. Um, another good option is to have, if you make lentil balls, um, Always make a double batch when you're making lentil balls and then freeze half of them or whatever you don't use for your meal. Um, freeze them for the next time you're going to need them. So um, you could make like a neat ball sub sandwich instead of a meatball sub sandwich and just add like some tomato sauce on your um, on your bun, um, your sub sandwich bun um, or whatever other toppings you want. Maybe like some spinach sauteed into in your tomato sauce. Um, so that's a really good option if you eat cheese or you could use dairy-free cheese or you could make like um, a vegan Parmesan cheese just by blending or not blending but um, pulsing cashews and nutritional yeast and I think it's like garlic powder, onion powder, some salt and pepper. So you just pulse that until it becomes a fine um ground up a bit and use that as parmesan cheese so that's a nice option to have as a sandwich as well okay so moving away from sandwiches you could also just have like a bunch of snacks for lunch so that's what we do sometimes if i don't have any leftover soup and we're um, obviously just at home eating lunch because i stay home with my kids so i'll just cut up some different veggies um, we usually always have hummus on hand 
Uh, we like those gluten-free crackers that you can get from Costco. There's a sweet potato and um, a lentil curry flavor, which is really good. Um, maybe like some fruit, uh, a couple handfuls of pistachios for everyone. My kids love pistachios. Um, this is also sometimes where I might have my green smoothie and so just make some extra, add some extra fruit into it for the girls and then just have like a little bit of a lighter lunch with just some snacks. Um, sometimes if we have cheese at home, I will give them some cheese there as well. But I am trying to move away from that a little bit more these days. Uh, you could also make, you know, eggs and toast for lunch. So if you do eat eggs, you could have scrambled eggs maybe or eggs with, like I said, in the breakfast section or um, podcast episode, you could do eggs on a bed of spinach and some toast um, with maybe some avocado or you could make it into guacamole and have that on your toast. There's lots of different options there to change up the flavor um, using like you can even make get some microgreens and have that on there as well. And then of course suppers, leftover, it's always a good option to use up those leftovers. So like I said earlier, whenever you can, always cook once and eat twice. And having leftovers on hand is the ticket when you are moving to a plant-based diet because sometimes when you're eating plant-based, it does take a little bit more thought and planning and time in the kitchen. But I also think that maybe we are just so used to not spending enough time in the kitchen or it being seen as or talked about as a chore being in the kitchen or having to make supper or, you know, oh, it's another thing I have to do on my to-do list. But it, it should not be seen that way. And so I really think that's a good mindset shift for everybody to make is that you are getting to fuel your body and your family's body. And that's such an important time to focus um, on your health. You know, what you put into your body literally becomes your body. So making sure that you're feeding your your body and your family's body the healthiest that you can, whole food, plant-based. And it's also a really good chance for your family to be together and connect and sit down and eat a meal together, you know, without any distractions, taking time to be thankful and enjoy the food and enjoy each other's company. And um, like sometimes the prep of mealtime has just gotten a bad rap. Like I said, it's like another chore that you need to do or... Um, but you don't have to see it that way. So like throw on some upbeat music or a podcast and make it fun and you get to control how you think about things. So just remember that you can change how you view anything. If it's a task that you don't normally like to do, like you can change how you think about that and mealtime is a, is a great option to start. So thinking of changing your mindset on how you think of meals and how you think of having to make meals. Maybe you aren't enjoying it because you never know what to make. So maybe you want to start a monthly meal plan or a weekly meal plan and just taking one hour or even 30 minutes and just planning out your meals for the week or even for the month. I've been doing it for the month because that if you're going to sit down and just do it, you might as well just do 30 meals instead of seven and if you add in one night for leftovers each week it's even less <laughs> that you need to plan but then the the hard part 
I know that maybe the hard part might be cooking the meal, but like the decision making is done. And the less decisions that we have to make in a day is just better for everybody. So get on board with meal planning and it will make your life a lot easier. Anyways, I definitely went off track there. So getting back to our options, um, another good option is like having a big green salad for your lunch. So I have talked about having a green salad a day as part of like three simple self-care habits that you should kind of get on board with. And the green salad was one of them. And we usually have a salad with our supper. But that's not to say that you can't have two salads a day. Like what would be so crazy about that? You can definitely have two salads a day. Make them different. One could be like a a vegan Caesar salad and one could be, you know, more of like a spring mix or whatever. Um, So make your salad filling. You obviously don't want to just eat lettuce, like romaine and some cucumbers and tomatoes. You're going to be hungry in like an hour flat. So add in some beans. I would definitely encourage you to have um, canned beans on hand. If you are new to plant-based eating, we use a lot of canned beans because they are just really easy to rinse and use. Um, But if you can be a little bit more organized and make some beans ahead of time and then have them in your fridge, that's also a really good option and good for you for being organized (laughs) and doing that. So having adding beans to your salad like I said you could roast some chickpeas and use those instead of croutons Um, if you're making like a Caesar salad or even just a regular salad you could still have um, those chickpea croutons you could add in nuts we love pistachios or sliced almonds you could add in some seeds I love pumpkin seeds on mine Um, going back to those lentil balls, pull some of those lentil balls out of your freezer, warm them up, add them to your salad for some fiber, protein. Um, because yeah, if you just eat a salad, you are going to be feeling hungry like an hour (laughs) after that lunch. So make sure you add in some different toppings. And then, um, another good option is just add that salad as the filling to a wrap. And that's, fun and tasty for the kids to have a wrap to eat Um, and then you're getting just chop up your lettuce a little smaller and um, you can add in some different sauces to make it fun and taste different so play around with that Um, a note on sauces I have been making my own salad dressings at home because then you're in control of what is in it so if you can jump on board with that I would do that once a week when you are making your salad for the week or whatever. I mean, I make a salad every day because we go through it quickly. But if you are making a big salad and going to take it for lunch the next day or whatever, just take 10 extra minutes and make a big jar of homemade salad dressing. I really like a honey Dijon or just like a really simple balsamic and oil, of course, is easy. You don't have to make that ahead of time even, but you can. And then it's just ready to go in your fridge. Just pull it out and use it. Um, You could do, um, yeah, I said honey Dijon. You could do a homemade Caesar salad uh, dressing to have on hand. I've been loving this creamy Italian and I will share that recipe. I didn't make that recipe up. I will credit where I get it from and I'll share the recipe. Um, and so just keeping those in your fridge, having them on hand and ready to go and then adding them to the wrap and the salad or whatever, um, 
or even other things. Like you could use that salad dressing as a dip for veggies instead if you don't have hummus on hand. Um, but then when you make your own dressing, you're in control of what's in it. A lot of store-bought dressings have high sugar and um, fats that you don't necessarily want to be eating in them. So it's just another step to take control of your health and your nutrition and what you're putting into your body. So that's what I would recommend is starting to make just a few or, or one for the week and try a different one the next week and just keep track of what you guys like and um, having those dressings on hand. Um, so I hope that these ideas were helpful for you and that you got some inspiration. Maybe you want to try a few of these. A note about feeding your kids. I just want to say that, so like I, I kind of touched on this earlier, but like if your kids are picky eaters, it might be because you're a picky eater. And so if you want your child to be eating more plant-based, more healthy, then make sure that you are leading by example. And also don't make it such a big deal. Don't put too much pressure on your child. Don't put any pressure on your child um, to eat. Don't make it a big deal or play games like an airplane zooming into your child's mouth. I know kids like this. You might say, oh, my kid likes to do that though. I know, but it's, it's a game and I don't like to do it. I'm sure that most parents don't like to do that. Like I just want to sit and eat my meal and enjoy each other's company. I don't want to be making airplane sounds and zooming food into their mouth. So it's kind of like you want your kid to be learning to feed themselves and to take control of their food and their bodies and their health and all that kind of stuff. Don't tell them, okay, three more bites and then you can have dessert or whatever. Like they need to eat. They need to start to listen to their body and learn their own hunger and their own hunger cues. And also like when they're feeling full. So if they're telling you that they're done and you say like, oh, just two more bites, you didn't eat very much. Well, if it's supper time, they might not be hungry at the end of the day. Like kids usually eat a ton of snacks, like mine do eat a ton of snacks throughout the day. And um, they eat, sometimes they eat big lunches. I mean, sometimes they don't, it just depends. They might not be feeling well. Um, so they might just taper off by the end of the day and they not, might not eat as much. So I wouldn't make mealtime a game or like don't be stressed about mealtime. Don't worry if your kid's not eating that much. I really don't think that a child is going to um, starve themselves. Like they'll eat when they're hungry. If if you're switching from like a more processed way of eating to more plant-based, maybe they might say that they don't like it. And so they might, they might say like, I'm full if they haven't eaten very much because they don't like it or they don't know if they like it yet and they don't want to try it if they're older this they might do this if they're older if they're younger they probably wouldn't do this yet but um I would just allow that to happen and I'm no expert I just have I've got three kids and so this is kind of the way I navigate meal time um obviously you want to make sure your kid is eating something throughout the day but if you include one thing that you know that your child likes at each meal then at least you know they're getting something in their diet. And if you don't make it such a big thing, they will try it eventually. Maybe they will like it. Maybe they won't. And that's okay. Like you didn't like certain foods when you were younger. Your kids' taste buds are going to change as they get older. So just keep trying and keep offering them. If they want to try it, they will. If they don't, they won't. Um, but 
I would just trust in your child that they will make that decision for themselves and just try to offer them something that they like. If they do say that they're full and then they ask for a snack, you know, a few minutes after supper is done, I would just, I don't know, you'll have to figure out what you're going to do about that to talk to your husband and and figure out a plan that you're going to to do about that. Maybe you want to offer them something that's whole food, like cut up cucumbers or some nuts. Um... Or maybe you want to kind of teach them a lesson and say no, like that you had supper and you didn't want to eat it. But you'll have to figure that out, whatever you feel comfortable with doing. But I just wanted to say that if you are moving to more of this way of eating and your kids are kind of posing a problem, don't let that be a reason to stop you because I think deep in your heart you know this is the right way to be eating. This is like the healthiest option for you and your children. And eventually they will get there. Um... But talk to your doctor if you're if you're worried about how much they're getting or anything like that, of course. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure to screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at alignwellnessyxe with your biggest takeaway or any mealtime success stories that you may have. And yeah, thanks again so much for listening. Take care, everyone. Hey, I just wanted to share with you my 90-day transformational program called A Path to Wellness. It's a one-on-one coaching program with me, and it takes you from overwhelmed, uninspired, and unhealthy to full of energy and clarity, nourished on a plant-based diet, and implementing movement and other self-care practices to achieve whole body health. I will teach you the basics of meal planning, eating plant-based, setting goals and crushing them, and learning mindfulness to reduce stress and overwhelm and become the kind of mom that you want to be and that your family deserves. You will learn how to prioritize yourself and about whole natural living without having to add in a bunch of new things or take much more of your time. And you will also learn what you need or what you can cut out of your day. Because one thing that I have learned is after having three kids you don't need to struggle and whether you are a new mom or have a few toddlers or school-aged children at home you can enjoy life in any of those stages so to learn more about this program or get a free breakthrough call with me you can visit my website at www.alignwellnessyxe.com forward slash breakthrough dash call and sign up for a free breakthrough one hour coaching session with me and we can go over some of your struggles and get you back on track to living a healthy plant-based life thanks so much